I think we're just about ready to learn how to subtract pretty much any number from any other number. So let's just review a little bit of what we know already. So if I were to ask you what 16 minus 4 is, I could draw 16 apples and then take away 4 of the apples. Or I could actually draw a number line. And actually, let me do it here just to start off the video to get warmed up. I could draw the number line. Maybe that's 16. Maybe that's 17. It's 15, 14. 13, 12, let me go down all the way to 11. I could keep going, but I've run out of space. Now, if I don't know in my head what 16 minus 4 is, and it's a pretty good one to eventually know in your head, you could start in your number line, or you could imagine the number line in your brain, and you could go down by 4. 16 minus 1 is 15, minus 2 is 14, minus 3 is 13, minus 4 is 12. And you would have the answer. 16 minus 4 is 12. Now, an even easier way to do this problem, an even easier way to do this problem is just to focus on the places of the digits. Now, let me be clear what I mean when I say that. Let me rewrite it. 16 minus 4. And I've gone over this a little bit in the addition videos. This is the ones place. The ones place. The 6 is in the ones place. The 4 is in the ones place. The 1 right here, this right here, or if, I, if there was something down here, this column, that is the tens place. That's the tens place. Now what do we mean by that? Well, 16, 16 is the same thing as 10 plus 6. So when we write it, this 1 literally means 1 10. If you thought of, think of it in money, it means one $10 bill. If I had a 2 there, if I had 26, that means two $10 bills. Two $10 bills would mean $20. So that's two $10 bills, and then six $1 bills. You can see this is the $1 bill place. That's the $10 bill place. If I had 355, let me do it, 357, you could view this as three $100 bills, five $10 bills, and seven $1 bills. And that's why this is called the hundreds. That's the hundreds place. This is the tens place. And this is the ones place. And we'll, we'll dig a little bit deeper into this as we explore uh, borrowing and regrouping more in this video and in others. But I wanted to label these places because what I want to show you is you don't even have to think about 16 minus 4. You can actually just look at just the ones place and think about 6 minus 4. And say 6 minus 4, well, you could draw a number line or you could even use your fingers if you have to, but you probably have that memorized. You could probably visualize in your head. 6 minus 4 is 2. 6 minus 4 is 2. And then 1, then we go to the tens place. 1 minus nothing. There's nothing over here. So 1 minus nothing is 1. And you get 12. Same answer. We were able to simplify a little bit. Let's try another problem like that. If I were to ask you what 78 minus 30 minus 37 is. So we start off in the ones place. And we say 8 minus 7. That's 8 ones minus 7 ones, or just 8 minus 7. 8 minus 7 is equal to 1. 8 minus 7 is equal to 1. Then we go to the tens place. 7 minus 3. Now remember, this is 7 tens, or 7 $10 bills, minus 3 $10 bills. If I had 7 $10 bills, and I give away 3 of those $10 bills, then I'll have 4 $10 bills. 
or 7 minus 3 is equal to 4. And just like that, we were able to figure out that 78 minus 37 is 41. And you know, this would have been really hard to do. It would have taken you forever to draw 78 apples and to cross out 37 of them, or to draw a number line all the way up to 78 and then go back 37 spaces. That would have given you the answer, but it would have taken you forever to solve it that way. And just by focusing on just each column, you're able to get the right answer. Well, you might say, hey, Sal, but what happens if I can't, if, if, well, let me give you an example where this will start to become difficult doing it this way. I'll do one more example like this. So let's say I had, let's say I had 95 minus 31. Just like that, 5 minus 1 is 4. 9 minus 3 is 6. 95 minus 31 is 64. You're probably saying, Sal, subtraction is easy. I can just look at each place, the ones place, and subtract, tens place, and subtract. But I'm about to show you that it's not always at least that easy. But with a little bit of practice, hopefully you'll realize that it's also not too bad. Let me. So what if I were to ask you what 22 minus 17 is? 22 minus 17. Now once again, I could draw 22 oranges or apples and take away 17 of them, and you could count what's left, and you would get the right answer. But that would take you forever. Is there any way I could do that uh, maybe just on the paper right here? Now, you, your, your reaction might be, let me just do what you just did before. But if you look here, if I try to subtract 7 from 2, I, if I have two things, at least for, for the mathematics that we know right now, I can't give away 7. I only have 2 to give away. This would give me something smaller than 0, which we don't know about. It, that's a negative number. I can't, I, as far as we know right now, we can't subtract 7 from 2. But we know that 17 is smaller than 22. So what can we do here to, to actually do this subtraction problem? So what we do here is, and you know, you might call it borrowing, you might call it regrouping. This 2 right here, this 22 is the same thing as 20 plus 2. That's the 22 right there. It's 20 plus 2. The 17 is 10 plus 7. That's just another way to write 17. Now, we have a 2 here. We want something larger than a 7 to subtract from. So what we can do is we can borrow from this 2 or from this 20. They're the same thing. This, let me do that in another color. This 2 right here is the same thing as that 20. It's just another way of a 2 in the tens place means two $10 bills. Two $10 bills is the same thing as $20. That's what that 2 represents. So if I want to make this 2 into something larger, why don't I take a $10 bill from here? If I take a $10 bill from here and I turn it into ones, I go to the cash cashier and say, give me a bunch of ones. So if I take a $10 bill from here, then this will become $10. And then I cash into a bunch of ones and put it here. So then this will become $12. If we look over here, what it looks like I did is I took a 1 from this 2. So this 2 will now become a 1. right? It went from 2 tens to 1 10. It became just one $10 bill. And then I gave that 1 to this 2. This 2 then becomes a 12. And now we can actually subtract 12 minus 7 is 5. 12 minus 7, I'm just doing the same problem, just written slightly different on this right-hand side, is also 5. And then we have 1 minus 1 is a 0. I could write this as 0, 5, but that's just the same thing as 5. And here I'd have 10 minus 10. Well, 10 minus 10 is just 0, so it's just 0, 5. So 22 minus 17 is 5. Let's, ex let's try to extend this to an even harder problem.
And hopefully you'll get the hang of how this borrowing or regrouping, depending on how you want to view it, actually works. So let's say that we have 703 minus 67. So if I try the technique that we learned earlier in this video, I immediately hit a roadblock. I say 3 minus 7. Well, that, gee, that's, you know, if I have three apples, I can't take away 7 from there. So I'm, I'm, I'm at an impasse. I don't know what to do next. And you say, well, maybe I can borrow. But I, go, I look to the left, I, well, gee, there's a 0 there. How can I borrow from a 0? And then, well, there's a 7 there, but then how do I borrow from the 7 and all of that? And the best way to think about it, and the more practice you do, the better. Remember, this 703 is 700. $700 bills plus zero $10 bills plus three $1 bills. And 67 is six $10 bills, or $60, plus seven. So if we can't borrow from here, because I have no $10 bills, what we want to do is break, is break one of the $100 bills. So what I do is I take a $100 bill from here. So now I'm left with $600. So this 7 becomes a 6, right? It's a 6 in the hundreds place. It represents 600s, six hundreds, six $100 bills. So then I, remember, I took out a $100 bill. And now what I can do is I can split that $100 bill. I can give $10 to this guy, or sorry, I can give $90 to this guy right here. And then I can give $1 to this guy, sorry, uh, I can give 99, sorry, I can give uh, $90 to this guy, and then I can give $10 to that guy right there. I have $100 to work with, right? So what happens? If I do that, if I take that $100 bill that I took out from here, went to the cash register, I got nine tens, or $90. So now I have nine tens here. And then I have 10 ones here. So I add 10 plus 3, it becomes. 13. And just like that, all my numbers in each column, if I were to draw columns like this, divide them up, everything on top is bigger than everything on the bottom. So now I can subtract. So 13 minus 7 is 6. 9 minus 3, sorry, 9 minus 6 is 3. 6 minus nothing is 6. So 703 minus 67 is 636. Now you might be saying, OK, Sal, I kind of get what you did. You took 100 from here. You put 90 here, so that became a 9. You gave 10 here. But how did you know to do that? Or what's a more systematic way of doing it? You know, This kind of is the conceptual way, which is, in my mind, the most important way to understand it. But let's, let me show you kind of a mechanical way to do that. So let's say we have 700. I'll do the same problem over again. 703 minus 67. I look at all of the numbers on the top, and I say, are they all larger than the numbers on the bottom? I say, well, 3, well, no, 7 is larger than 3. That's not good. 6 is larger than 0. That's not good. So I need to do something. So what I do is I start with this 3 right here. And I say, well, can I borrow from this number to the left? And I look to the number to the left, and I cannot borrow from 0. So then I look to the two numbers to the left and say, can I borrow from 70? And I say, well, gee, I can definitely borrow from 70. We know this is actually 700. So if I borrow from 70, what happens? If I borrow 110 from 70, 70 becomes 70 becomes 69, right? If I borrow 1 from 70, I, it becomes 69. And I take that 1, and I, it's essentially a 10, right? So that 10 plus 3 is now 13. And now these are my columns. Just just like that. And you have 13 minus 7 is 6, 9 minus 6 is 3, and then 6 right down here. Now, another way, another way you can think about it, I'll do the exact same problem. 703 minus 67. 
you could start at the left. You could say, look, 7 is, well, it's larger than what's below it. Nothing is below it, so I'm cool there. And then you go one right to the right of it, and you say, well, 0. Well, 0 is not bigger than what's below it. It's not bigger than the 6 below it. So I'm going to need to borrow. So what I can do is I can borrow 1 from the 7. I'm essentially borrowing 100, right? So if I borrow, this is 700. Let me make it 600. Now if I take 100 away and I turn it into 10s, that's 10 10s. It looks like we took a 1 away and we just put the 1 in front of the 0, but we essentially added 10 10s to it. But if it helps your mind, we took a 1 away from this, put it right in front of the 0 just like that. right? If this, this is the same 0 as that 0 right there. And this 1 we took from this guy. He became 6, and we have a 1 there. And then we say, OK, 10 is definitely greater than 6. We're cool there. But all of a sudden here, on the 3, we're still not good. 3 is smaller than 7. Still not cool. I won't be able to subtract. So let me borrow again. Now I have something to borrow from. Remember, we went from the left to right this time, instead of from the right to left. All of these are valid ways of doing it. So we, we say, let me borrow 1 from the 10. So 10 minus 1 is 9. And let me give that 1 to the 3 to go 13. Remember, it's not a 1. I actually added 10 to it. If I take 1 from the 10's place, that's like adding 10 to the 1's place. Don't want to confuse you. Hopefully you see the system here. That's the, I want you to be able to do the problems before you, you have to get the, you know, the real deep understanding of what's going on. So 13 minus 7 is 6. 9 minus 6 is 3. 6 minus 0 is 6, 636. Let's do a couple of more problems, because in subtraction, sometimes with the borrowing, it can come a little bit confusing on what to do next. So let's say 953 minus 754. And maybe we'll do it in, the, in, in all of the different ways that you can actually do this type of problem. So the, the first one of the ways I talked about, like you start at the right. See, is 3 larger than 4? No, it's not. So we're going to have to make it larger than 4. So let's borrow from this 5 over here. So you'll say, so let me do that right here. So if I, if I borrow from the 5, the 5 will become a 4. And I borrowed 1, the 3 becomes a 13. Remember, if I borrow 1 from the 10's place, that's actually a 10. Right? This is 5 10's. I took one of the 10s away, so I'm left with four 10s. And I added that 10 to the 3, so I have 13. So this looks good, 13 minus 4. I'll be able to subtract there. But here I have a problem. 4 is less than 5. It was cool before, but now all of a sudden it's messed up. So I'm going to have to borrow again. I'm going to say, well, let me take a one, of the, a 1 from the 100's place, so that'll become an 8. And let me give that 100 to my 10's place. 100 is 10 10s. So I'm going to add a 10 here, so it's going to become 14. Right? I took the 1 from there, and I borrowed it, or I, or I uh, rearranged that 100. I could rewrite that 100 as 110, and so that's what got us to that from uh, 9 to 8, or sorry, 100. I took away 100 from the 900 to get 800. And when I rewrote the 100 in the 10's place, it's 10 10s. So that's why it's, I added a 10 to the 4 that I had before. I could have just scratched it out and put the 14 like that to show that I had to rewrite the 4. But now all of a sudden I'm cool. 13 minus 4. 13 minus 4 is 9. 14 minus 5 is 9. 8 minus 7 is 1. 953 minus 754 is 199. Now let's do it the left to right way. 953, let's use a different color, minus 754. 
Now, this is a this is it'll be a little bit different than I did last time. I say, well, nine is definitely larger than seven. Let's see, five is definitely larger. Well, at least it's equal to five. So if I subtract, maybe I'll get a zero there. But then three is less than four. So let me. So something maybe I'll just have to borrow here. If I borrow here, then this is going to become a four. Then I'm going to have to borrow from there. It'll become a fourteen. It'll essentially boil down to what we did on this left-hand side right here. Instead, one thing you can do is say, okay, nine is larger than seven. That's that's cool. Or even better, you could say 953 is larger than 754. You know that. You know that this is going to be a positive number. That this number is larger than that. Then you go shift over one to the left. Is 53 larger than 54? Well, no. 53 is not larger than 54. And because 53 is not larger than 54, let's borrow. Let's borrow from the hundreds place. So this will become an eight. And we have a hundred to work with. So maybe we'll just throw that hundreds right here. We'll, so we'll, if we throw the hundred into the tens place, it's ten tens. So the five becomes fifteen. Right? We're going from left to right. So now we say eight is larger than seven, or, or well, eight is definitely larger than seven. Fifteen is definitely larger than five. And then here, once again, we see three is less than four. But now we can borrow from the fifteen. So if we borrow from the fifteen, the fifteen becomes a fourteen. And then the three becomes a thirteen because you take one away from the tens place. One ten dollar bill is equal to ten ones. So that's why you added ten to the three. You got thirteen. And notice we ended up really with the same thing, no matter how we did this problem. So just like that, you get thirteen minus four is nine. Fourteen minus five is nine. Eight minus seven is one. Hopefully you found that pretty straightforward. These are, frankly, as hard as the borrowing problems get. The ones where you don't know have something to borrow from, or when you do borrow from it, all of a sudden it's it's hard to, uh, you, you get a number that it'll then need to borrow from something else. And if you ever get really confused about it, you should always go back to this. You should always go back to this notion of regrouping. This notion of, OK, if these things are all too small, let me take a $100 bill over here. So I have $600 bills left. Let me re regroup that $100 bills into the other spaces. And in this case, we took the $100 bill, and we put 90 here, or 9 tens, 9 $10 bills, and then $10 of it right there to make everything in the numerator larger than everything in the denominator.